At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the DC City Cast with Frank Hanrahan, presented by Bet Rivers. Hey, we made it Friday, DC City Cast, presented by Bed River Sportsbook. Frank Hanrahan from Beeson. Uh, it's been a, a, a busy couple days, hasn't it? Uh, so we'll dive into a plenty of topics coming up here on the DC City Cast, presented by Bed Rivers. We got the Nationals in action against the Marlins. We'll check out that line. We'll break it down for you. There's discussion that Juan Soto finally may get his bag. I'm so over that phrase. So-and-so getting his bag. How about earning his money? Ugh. Another discussion altogether. Bradley Beal got his bag. <laughs> 251. We'll talk with Scott Jackson. Uh, it's funny because I saw some people calling uh, Scotty a legend of the D.C. airwaves. So we'll rib him a little bit about that. Uh, so Scott Jackson is going to join us, longtime Wizards follower and uh, reporter and host. So we will discuss uh, what this means, the trade, etc. moving forward. Does it um, move the needle for you as a Wizards fan, what they are doing this offseason? We all knew this was going to happen. Now what can they do to actually be a competitive NBA franchise? Uh, that's the big, the big if, the big question. And if you're Bradley Beal, this is a fantastic time to challenge yourself to be the best possible player that you can be because you are now the, what, second highest paid player in NBA history. History of the game. You. So how are you going to elevate yourself, your teammates, your franchise 
with this big responsibility. We'll discuss that uh, with Scott Jackson. Kevin Durant, local product, just uh, tarnishing his legacy by the hour as he wants now out of Brooklyn. So plenty to get to straight ahead on the D.C. City Cats presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I want to get into the uh, Nats real quick because they host the Marlins. I love these 6.05 start times on Friday nights. I love them. In fact, the Nats tonight are minus 134 against the Marlins, who are plus 115. I gave out the Nats on, um, what was it, Wednesday when they had the matinee? Yeah, they actually had the day off yesterday. So they had a getaway for an off day. That's a beautiful thing, but they lost to the Pirates. I took that L. Nats had won six of their last eight. Pirates had lost five straight. They finally break that, um, that string, and the Nationals take the L. Now, here's a little bit of a tidbit for tonight's game. The Nats have lost each of their last 10 night games against NL East opponents. That's not good. And the Marlins are an NL East opponent. Um, Let's take a look at your pitching matchup tonight. Uh, Oh, it's a total tonight at Bed River Sportsbook. Total's nine. If you take over, it's minus 112. Under, it is minus 107. Uh, Let's see here. The uh, it is Josiah Gray pitching against Rogers. Gray is six and four, three point eight two ERA. Trevor Rogers is three and six with a five eight six ERA. This is the first of four to kick off the July fourth weekend holiday, and the Nationals are a slight favorite. I love the Nats in this spot because of the way that Josiah Gray is pitching uh, up until. Uh, Paolo Espino's start. The starters had actually been pretty decent for the Nationals. So tonight, we're going to take the Nationals as a slight favorite at Bet River Sportsbook at minus 134, hosting the Miami Marlins, who, you know, they're not... Uh, they're not fantastic. They're six games under 500, 34 and 40, 15 and 24 away. Nats 14 and 27 at home, 29 and 49 overall. And the big news yesterday was the discussion of perhaps Juan Soto finally getting his big payday. But again, I wonder how legitimate this report is when there are still uh, rumblings that the learners may sell this team. Why would they sign a guy to a big contract when they don't have to if they're thinking about selling the team? Potentially a 13-year, $425 million contract extension or intensifying. Mike Rizzo, the GM, said a couple months ago, organization's number one priority was to sign Soto to an extension. Uh, Soto and agent Scott Boris rejected an offer of $350 million over the same length of time earlier in the negotiations. The deal would become the if, again, it's a big if, they signed this 13-year, $425 million deal, would be the second largest in MLB history behind only Mike Trout's $426 million dollar deal with the LA Angels so Nats fans at least have something to get excited about keeping their franchise player here for the long foreseeable future but again I think it's what's the deal with ownership are they going to be here are they going to stroke these checks Uh, but it does help your value of the team if you do sign a superstar to this contract because new ownership is going to say, hey, well, at least we got Juan Soto. It may actually help your your value of the franchise if that makes any sense. 
Does that make sense? Yes, I think it does. Absolutely. So uh, that that should be interesting to see if that develops over the next few weeks and days as the All-Star game is, what, three weeks away? It is three weeks away. It is also Wimbledon Week, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your go-to sportsbook for all tennis-related related betting. Today through July 4th, place a $25 wager on Wimbledon at Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook for a free $10 Bet Rivers Live bet to use on any Wimbledon match. Simply log in to the Bet Rivers app, and now you can even live stream tennis matches right from your Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Presented by Rivers Casinos, Portsmouth must be 21, playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1 888 532 3500. My guy Nadal and Alcaraz still around? Still around in, in Wimbledon. There were some good underdog long shots, even though they have every chance to win this thing uh, over across the pond. All right, straight ahead, D.C. CityCast presented by Bed River Sportsbook. Let's get into this Wizards deal with Bradley Beal. It's amazing how quickly uh, a piece of news like a Juan Soto getting possibly signed or a Bradley Beal getting signed, how our brains, our minds are thinking, oh, okay, well, maybe maybe we are onto something. Maybe, just maybe, they can turn these things around. What's the possibility, the probability of that? We will discuss that next. Scott Jackson slides into the DC City Cast, presented by Bed River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Hanran from Vison. Baseball is here, and Bed Rivers has a special offer for you every Saturday throughout the season. Place a three leg, same gay parlay of at least $25, and you will earn a $10 free bet. With same game parlays, you can combine player props and game bets to make your perfect combo. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Claim your offer on the Bet Rivers app or go to BetRivers.com. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. All right, DC City Cast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook rolls on. Scott Jackson joins me. And, you know, Scotty, I got a, I got a kick out of it a couple days ago on Twitter. Folks were calling you legend of the DC airwaves. So I don't know how that feels now to be anointed as a legend. How does that feel, man? Well, it makes you a whole day. Uh, exactly. B, I think the guy had misplaced the use of the word, but that's all right. You know, I appreciate it. No. <laughs> but it was, it was definitely a reach uh, in my mind. I love so, it. Uh, you know, but it was nice. No, no, we, we appreciate it. We truly believe it. And we thank you for coming on. I got to get you on to chat some Bradley Beal, man. Uh, yeah. What a world we live in where, and it's not just Bradley Beal. Let's just make that no. obvious. It's folks that are very good NBA players just getting paid handsomely. And at least I will give Bradley Beal this, his dedication to the franchise. We see other superstars saying, peace, I'm out, I'm upset, I'm leaving. So we'll start on the positive. At least he's sticking with the team that drafted him and saying, I'm obviously in this for the long haul. Yeah, and he's he's been consistent, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. he's not a waffler. Um, uh, You know, he's certainly always been been a guy who said that he thinks he could win here, wants to be part of winning here. and, you know, I appreciate that about him. I mean, let's let's be honest. This is not a, uh, you know, a destination location for free agents. Um, you know, this team has had to make trades usually to get their best players or draft them. Uh, this is not a place where free agents, uh, you know, come to, mm-hmm. you know, make teams. I mean, it hasn't been that way. I don't think it's going to be that way. So this is what they got to do. Now, we you know, it, it's great that he's here. 
we can talk about whether or not it's, it's smart by the team and really like what's the ceiling, which doesn't seem to be very high and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I mean, I think there's been, you know, a guy here that wanted to be here. I think this franchise is, as Mark, this is being important to have a, a player that is, you know, kind of an all time wizard, if you will. They've never had that. I mean, mm-hmm. they've, they've had so many plan changes over the years. And this goes back to the Poland era as well, where it's just a couple of years and we're doing this and we're doing that. And it's always just kind of, feels like it's just to keep the um, you know just to keep the business moving it's never really with the thought of hey this is the big picture championship kind of run and that it would lead me to my next uh, part of this discussion where it's as if they are spinning their feet in mud and when you look at the analysts and the critics who say hey this could be a 45 win team I mean that's what sort of annoys me. When you're not swinging for the fences and you're just doing little dink singles, where is this franchise going? Uh, Clearly, Tommy Shepard and staff think, and maybe they are just uh, lunatics, but they really believe, okay, we got Beal in in the mix. We got Porzingis. We got Kuzma. We're actually not that far off from being a contender. Yeah. (laughs) I don't. Yeah, and, and if you look at the East, clearly, I still think the Bucks and the Celtics. Yeah. You uh-huh. start the conversation there. The Sixers are somewhere, even with the uncertainty with Harden and everything. It's their flaws. I think they're still there. Uh, you know, Miami's always going to be tough. I mean, they yeah. may. Who knows? They may get Kevin Durant. Um, and if they do, that changes their their calculus for sure. Then you had a team like Cleveland who was having an excellent year as a rebuild, right? And they, you know, things fell apart when the injuries took place. You had to figure Brooklyn's going to dip down. Uh, the Hawks still have some pieces. The Hornets are interesting. Um, you know, the, you know, the Knicks fans will tell you that they're going to be a factor. Whatever, yeah, um, they're, right. they're not. I yeah, mean, but you yeah. know, so you just look at it. Pistons look like they've gotten better. So yeah, I mean, it, it's not, it's not that simple. I mean, look, let's be real. I mean, Porzingis has got to be the guy, right? He's got to be what they thought that he used to be in New York. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he's got to be at that level. I mean, then you're going to need a lot from Kuzma. Um, and then, of course, you know, these other parts have, have got to help out. Uh, and, and some of these young kids, like. Denny, obviously, and Rui, they've got to get better. They've got to make significant mm-hmm. leaps, I think. And, you know, and, and Wes Unsell Jr. in year two has got to put it all together and uh, find a rotation that's comfortable. They can't play 14 guys a night or whatever they were doing <laughs> for one stretch this year when they were trying to showcase Berton. So I guess mission accomplished. Oh, God. Uh, you know, we'll get the annual story here in about two months, Frank, or three months, and they go to camp, which is the Wizards are going to play defense this year. Of course. Uh, they're just going to change the name of the players and the coaches no, and the quotes, no. but it's all going to be the same stuff. And you and I know uh, through experience here that just usually doesn't happen mm-hmm. um, outside of a brief window with Randy Whitman. It has not happened. So, uh, anyway, so, you know, that's that's where they are. I mean, that, you know, they need a lot of things to go. Like, they need a lot of guys to get back to career years and best years and you know, even Bradley is one of those people. Oh. I mean, he's got to be more efficient. Yeah. He's, mm-hmm. he's, you know, I think the ball in his hands less. I, I hated him playing point guard last year on the second unit. I didn't understand that. I thought that was really causing him to wear down and uh, exposed him to uh, some ball handling deficiencies. And, and and it was not a good, you know, in terms of, you know, efficiency, people hated it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and no, rightfully so. Yeah. And rightfully so. Um, so uh, that's what's, it, what's going to be interesting about all this. And look, they could still make another move, perhaps. I mean, mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it just doesn't seem to be an obvious one that's that's going to be you know home run. Uh, but I think what they've done so far is what I about expected. They got their point guard. Um, you know they've added some depth with Wright. You know whether you like the price of it or not, they they got him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then of course you know Beal. We all knew was I think people right here at least knew that he was coming back. 
Oh yeah, that was hilarious. All that. Yeah, I mean, social we media. Knew. We I mean, all knew, like, right? It's the worst kept yeah, secret the in the world. Outside media, the oh, national media, is looking to, to yeah. start a story or a, a talk show every day. They say, "Oh yeah, right, he'll make it." No, right. he's not. he was never been going. I mean, he's never. again, he's been very transparent about it. Ted Leonsis, mm-hmm. clearly, this is very important for him to have a a player that is uh, a face of a franchise that sticks around here, you know, for his entire career possible. And, and it doesn't mean just because he signs this deal, he's here forever, right. but at least, you know, like they're going to at least give it another shot. Right. I yeah. mean, you could certainly trade him at some point uh, in the next season or two, if it's not working out and somebody needs that extra piece, but look yeah. for Bradley Beal, he's never going to be more important than he is to the Washington wizards. And his opinion is never going to be more valued mm-hmm. where he, if he goes somewhere else, nobody would care what he thinks about the personnel or anything else. Point. He's just another piece. That's he's a not great be point. The number one guy anywhere yeah. else. I mean, so I, I can understand why he did it again. It's generational money uh, for his family, and um, you know, he, he still again, you know, does have the opportunity. Like I said, in a year or two, if it's going bad, he can say, "Hey, could you guys get me somewhere else? I've been loyal. I've given it as long as I can. I'd like to now be part of a ride-along program with the championship team." Or right. Something, you know what I mean? Right. Let's stick with Beal just for a second because this sure. summer is going to be very important. My biggest. Uh, constructive criticism of him. I'm not going to say my biggest issues. I'm going to say this is what I would tell him. And that is where the dynamic of him having so much power already. I'm curious to see how much he takes from his coaching staff or his advisors. Because if I was going to advise Bradley Beal, I would say, look, you got to do a number of things to earn this money. Okay. Number one is your attitude. Uh, At times, it is very questionable on the court. He moans way too much to the officials. He sometimes is lackluster in his effort getting back on defense. He's lackluster in the huddle. When things aren't going right for him, it's written all over his face. I don't know how you change that. I don't know how you coach that up. But as long as you're at least understanding or recognizing your deficiencies, that's your first step. And that would be my first thing to, to tell him, like, you got to improve your attitude on the court. Because sometimes if you're the leader, you can't be moping. That would be number one. Number two is, uh, like you said, I would tell coaches, do not put me on the ball. <laughs> like, just yeah. don't. Yeah, don't. Ball. I mean, yeah. in crunch time, I don't have to have the ball. I can come off a screen and catch the ball and shoot it. Don't give me the ball right. in crunch time. I'm much better served not handling the rock, right? But now they're saying this positionless NBA, blah, blah, blah. And and number three is I would demand a management to get me one more guy. Somebody else that can help score the ball. Now, who's out there? I have no idea. But if they are legitimately trying to turn this thing around with Bradley Beal, those would be my three things that they'd have to do this summer. What do you think? Yeah, and I don't know if you can get the other score this right, summer. Right, that would be tough. Cap yeah. is and yep. how they just paid him. I think really what you got to hope, but it's also a curse, is that Kuzma can be that guy, right? Okay. And then, mm-hmm. then you got a tough spot because he can obviously opt out. He's going to opt out either way uh, from his contract. I think it's $13 million next year. He yeah, he must be that. salivating, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like one year from some now. Of these guys, <laughs> yeah, some of these guys. I mean, that's why I think the Morris move was savvy because, look, he's, his contract's very friendly this year and next year. So that buys you a little bit of a wiggle room uh, in that sense. Um, you're going to have to figure out something to do again with Rui and you know you have uh, you know and obviously Denny down the road but after him uh, if you like them or don't like them that, that kind of stuff I still think they need another center uh more defensive minded center as well because obviously Thomas Bryant's not going to be here he's you know getting a lot of interest in the, in the free agent game which doesn't surprise me so those are those are the ones I mean they, they again can control Hachimori through another season with the qualifying offer 8.4 uh Denny through 2025 20, at 8, 8.4 as well 
Yeah, uh, you know, so that they have a little bit of time with those guys, but you know, really next offseason you to look at it. Porzingis has got a player option, Kuzma's got a player option. So I mean, wow. Bradley literally could be just looking around, mm-hmm. going on oh, crap, you know. Especially if some of these young guys don't come along. That's why you really these are huge years for them, and you know, we'll, and we'll see what they got in, in Johnny Davis. You know, to me, I, I think he's um, you know, red, certainly ready to play. Uh, can be a contributor. I just don't know if it's the most exciting draft pick ever in terms of uh, upside, you know, mm-hmm. that's untapped potential there. Maybe it is. You know, talking about his toughness and all this stuff. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some guys get out of college and thrive better in this style. I don't know if he's going to be one of those guys, but obviously they, they seem to think he is, and let's hope so. Scott Jackson joins us here on the DC CityCast, presented by Bet River Sportsbook. You mentioned the trade. It was sort of uh... – you know, actually, talent-wise, it wasn't a bad deal, I think, for the Wizards. Yep. You, you up, get rid of KCP, who was, you know, he was good. It wasn't fantastic. Hit some shots, some big threes at, at moments. But clearly, Denver didn't like the fit with those two guys, Morris and Barton, because if you look at their history, they haven't actually been that bad in Denver. But there must have been something else, or they want to bring up some younger kids. Uh, the kid out of ECU, I think they want to give him more more time. Uh, but here's the other thing. You, you talked about rotation next year. I mean, Wes Unsell Jr. now is going to have to figure out how to slot all these guys in to yep. get some minutes. I mean, there's a, like a slew of very good to average NBA players on this roster, and maybe that makes it good for competition, but it also makes it difficult as a coaching staff to figure out, okay, what is our rotation? Because right now we got yeah. 10 deep dudes, 10 dudes deep. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, there is there is that. And of course, injuries will solve some of these problems. As <laughs> right, always right, right, right. As you know, but uh, yeah, I think you know, in terms of the trade, I think they've got they got more talent out of the deal mm-hmm. with uh, Morris obviously being upgraded for Ish Smith, and he's going to be the starter anyway. Uh, and he wasn't going to get the minutes this year with Murray coming back from that injury. You know, they were kind of bumped down on Will Barton a little bit from from what I gathered. Although he is a good offensive player, I still think he's probably more of a, a bench player for this team. And, and you know, he's only got one year left anyway. Probably doesn't really fit in your future plans. So maybe he's somebody you can spin off before the deadline, even if it doesn't uh, seem to have an obvious fit for you right here. But I think Morris is obviously the piece they wanted out of that. And like you said, KCP, although good defensively, better than than uh, Will Barton, you know, as a as a wing. Uh, probably didn't really fit into this group uh, moving forward because, again, the contract coming up. So from that regard, I liked it. And, and again, Denver, I think, had a glut of of players needing to get something out of it. So Calvin Booth, I think, made the best deal he thought he could make. But I I think, again, for the Wizards, they got the the most talented piece out of it, um, you know, for them, you know, the most important piece, I should say, was uh, Morris. And, you know, he's, he's immediately going to play as, as the point guard. And, you know, talking to some people in Denver that I trust, they really like him and what he's about. And, you know, and you mentioned Bones Highland, no question. They feel like he can be the backup point guard down to Murray or play with Murray. So that that is part of it as well for Denver. So that part of it is good, but you're right. I mean, if you look at it and everybody's here and there's no other trades or what have you, like how do you fit all these guys together? How do you, how do you make everyone happy is always the, the million-dollar question in the NBA. And, Look, I mean, we saw it in the finals, uh, you know, with, with the Golden State Warriors. I mean, they had some good players that weren't getting any burn. I mean, None. that's just the reality of it. Yep. You, just, you know, you can't play everybody. Uh, you know, it just doesn't work. You know, it's better if you're the you know, eight to nine man rotation, 10 man rotation during the regular season, maybe. But, you know, you play much more than that unless you're killing somebody or getting killed doesn't make much sense. You know, they brought Gill back and they're bringing, you know, right in. You know, you know it'll be interesting to see how they, they yeah. sort all that out. But, you know, it's. It's not, um, you know, it's still, I think, kind of a work in progress in terms of what they're going to do. I mean, do they think Vernon carries anything? I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen anything to say so. I mean, so that those are the things that will be uh, will be interesting with them. And, you know, again, 
the backup point guard, who's really the backup point guard, you know, much like last year, will be something uh, to watch. And, and again, can Morris, as good as we think he is, can him and Beal coexist? I thought Dinwiddie and him were going to fit well together, right. and they never did. I never mean, did. Weird. Yeah, never worked. But I do think, um, I do think, you know, Morris is certainly you know better defensively. And, and you know, and here's the thing, like. If this was the football team, we'd be going crazy because we go, oh my God, some more guys from the old coach's spot. But, you know, in this case, I think it's good that Wes is getting some guys from his, his former yeah. stop. You know, uh-huh. so he under- they understand him and vice versa. So uh, I think from that, that standpoint, that might be a good thing. Because, you know, I think Wes did, in some regards, have his hands tied a little bit last year with, hey, you know, we got to play, you know, Bertans now, even though he really shouldn't be playing. Uh, we should be playing Kispert more because we got to get him out of here, you know. And then you know you had right. some of that stuff going on. We got to play Harold. We got to get Harold minutes so somebody wants him because we sure as hell don't want him here. Uh, that's you know, right. Oh my things. god, that feels yeah, like even though here's a dude. guy that's like beloved by the fan base and hated in hated. his own locker room. I mean, you know, locker. it's like this is crazy. You know, that's crazy. Got how things roll here. Uh, Think about that though, dude. Like a year ago, all those guys came in; they're almost all gone except for Kuzma. Yeah. All yeah. those guys. So that's the. Like, Kuzma was always the prize of that deal for me. I think know, so, I, yeah. Hey, this is the underrated one. And again, we'll see. You know, it's one thing for him to be uh, really at a high level when he's the guy, right? Getting all the shots and all these things. And now if he's got, you know, he's playing with Bradley. He's playing with, uh, you know, obviously with, if, you know, receiving everybody's healthy, of course, uh, playing with Porzingis. He's not going to get as many shots up, you know? And can he still be effective in that role would be interesting uh, to see as well. And, I, and again, I, I like him, but, you know, we still got to see if he's, if he can handle it, you know, like a little bit, can he be an efficient guy, be a productive guy if he's not getting the most shots up or the second most shots up. By the way, this, this right signing, he gets two years, allegedly 16 million. Do you know how many points he averaged last year? Four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he isn't like a couple seasons ago. He's a double-digit scorer, but yeah, I mean that's what I'm talking about. Like the money is crazy. You know, the money is absolutely crazy coming off a down year for him right. to get that kind of get that kind right. of jack. I mean, is nuts. I mean, look, Zion Williamson hasn't Did you played, see that? yeah, and he's getting that. And and I like Zion, but my God, you better you know in, in the NFL you'd have like a weight clause in there. I mean, you can't do that in the NBA, right? I mean, right. It's, it's all guaranteed money. So it's just, it's nuts. I mean, absolutely nuts with yeah. what these guys are getting. And, you know, I remember back in the days when people used to trash Billy Hunter and, you know, what's he doing? He doesn't do anything for the players. I'm like, they're getting guaranteed money. Guaranteed. You know? it's like, yeah. At that point, the league wasn't even as popular as it is now. And I'm like, you know, it's doing really well for these guys. This is, a, you know, money's only going to go up. The TV deals are only going to go up. And obviously, <laughs> Who knew it was going to get to this rate? I mean, we're, again, Bradley Beal got a quarter of a billion oh my dollars. God. It's never gotten out of the second round yeah. on a team. Never. I mean, you know, a quarter of a billion dollars. So he's been maxed out, what, now three times? This is, like, his third yeah, max? maxed out three times. Look, three times. He's kind of, you know, in a sense, in a sense Frank, he's kind of like Kirk Cousins thing, right? He's figured out how to maximize the value for being a good, good, solid player. You know, yeah. all-star season, sure. Superstar ever know? Does he move ticket sales? Not at all. Not at all. Not that's at all. what's so Jersey crazy sales? about no. this, right? I mean, that's what's wild about the whole thing. And, yeah. and again, I've just kind of maybe you know I've just been you know just I, I just hypnotized by it by the you know you know brainwashed by the team to know that this was always going to happen. So I wasn't really outraged by it. But if you really sit back and and, and really did the whole like, what does it mean if a guy's a max player? Mm-hmm. You know, what what categories does that fit in? I mean, I don't think he checks many of the boxes. It's, no. You know, you know, and that's what's crazy about it. But this team and the way they operate, you would think, uh, you know, he's, you know, top all-time player or even top 10 player right now in the league. And that's not the case at all. No, 
It's <laughs> that that's the thing we said last year was even when they were ten and three, it's not like you are going to say, Hey honey, we're gonna go see Bradley Beal and the Wizards. It's it's yeah. still more destination. It's not because you're watching sure. a player. Uh so the signing is curious, but you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. I've always been in the camp and I'm sure you have too of when he was really hot was the time to move him. And here's the other oh, yeah. thing. Here's missed the, the window. Missed the window. Yeah, here's the other thing. Yeah. Dude averaged seven points less last year. He went from 30 yeah. points a game to 23. In the NBA world of how wide open it is today, that's sort of that's yeah. sort of jarring. So as as much as we are uh, admiring the amount of money that he's getting, Scott, this is also a year he's got to sort of come back bigger and better than ever just to put away yeah. a little bit of the doubt that his game is actually – on the downturn at 29. Yeah, I think there is a, certainly an argument to be made that it could be. That's scary uh, for this team. We just forked over this money, but obviously, you know, they, they feel pretty comfortable in doing it. And, yeah. um, this is why I think a lot of our fans, you know, it's funny because I, I just don't think they're, for a guy who's got this kind of a deal, you saw the uh, just the excitement the other night, uh, just the other day in the city for, you know, you know Terry McLaurin, right, getting a deal done. And here's a wide receiver, right? Uh, he can't control when he gets a football. But we're, people were genuinely excited about it, uh, whereas this Bradley Beal deal, people were just kind of like, Ugh. we knew it was going to happen. <laughs> you know, it's not like nobody's buying season tickets over it. No. And hell, if you want to go back some years, Frank, and you remember yeah. this, like remember how how bummed out people were when we thought Jawan Howard was gone? Yes. And then remember how that? excited we were when they kept him. The and heat. then, of course, a few years later, hated it. Hated him. Yeah. <laughs> Should have gone to Miami. Why did the league step in? Right? I remember that. Right. Wow, why why did they just take him from us? Holy yeah, yeah, God. Yeah. Jeez. Actually, Juwan was never bad. It wasn't his fault the team sold, you know, got rid of Weber and, you know, and, and, and Strickland decided to be a tank and, you know, Mitch Richmond, Father Time made his life. I mean, again, oh that God. team that it was when they were keeping Juwan made a lot of sense, <laughs> but then they totally changed it, you know? Dude, I don't want to, like, turn back the clock, but I remember how – irrelevant that team was like in 99 or 2000 or yeah. something like that i swear to god yeah. man i would l go into an nba locker room this is pre-internet pre-bloggers yeah. pre whoever yeah. wants a credential get one <laughs> yeah yeah 2000 i would be like the only the yes yeah. you do the post game i would go in the locker room and there was like one or two people in the locker room like it was so yeah. strange I remember that Mitch hamilton year man yeah. i mean you know okay after the excitement of jordan being part of the organization that team yeah. was so bad until until irrelevant until they made the Juwan Howard trade yeah. to Dallas and then people got excited just to the possibilities that they may have a chance to have a franchise again. That's right, and, to Dallas. Uh, you know, you know, and Rip played well that whole year, and oh you know, Courtney God. Alexander came in here and was like, oh, oh Hamilton, my God. Alexander Hamilton, Alexander you know? Hamilton, and then Alexander the time. melted when he played with Michael Jordan, but. Wow. So yeah, it was it was wild, man. But yeah, I mean, look, they're not that low, obviously, but they're no. also it feels like they're stuck, right? It feels like they're stuck. Um, and I, and I also will say this: these teams like Oklahoma City that have a million picks and all this stuff, and it seems really exciting. I, I just don't know if they're ever really going to take the shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. I always feel like it's a Ponzi scheme, like with your fan base, where you're like, yeah, yeah, we got this for you over here. You know, invest in us, invest in us. And then you find out the end. Oh, no, they're just going to do this all over again. Same you're going to keep kicking the can down the road, and you're never really going to get better. I mean, look, at least there were signs with Cleveland situation that they were actually getting better last year. Whereas I feel like some of these other teams, you know, like Orlando and, you know, what, you know, obviously, you know, Sixers have at least gotten to this level. I'm not sure they're ever going to finish it off, but there's just so many, yeah. um, you know, that just, just 
kick the can down the road. Oh, we got these picks. We got these picks, and they don't do anything with them. They never get better. So Kevin Durant wants out of Brooklyn. Now, here's uh, a little, as- not asterisk, but just a little tidbit. So if Durant came here, which he's not going to, that would be a player, obviously, we'd all want to go see. They'd sell that place sure. out every night if he was in D.C. But he's not going to come here. What, what What's your, your thought on that? Because here's the, the ironic part about all this. I don't know if that's the right word, but mm-hmm. because every time somebody wins a championship, and I'm sure Kevin Durant has seen this on social media, when that team wins, it's Durant in that uniform saying, this is my next destination. But it's amazing that this dude is actually sort of living up to his caricature. <laughs> right? I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm unhappy, so I got to move on. It's amazing. I, I um, you know, I'm a big fan of his, and I like him a lot. I like what he's done for the area. Yeah, I yeah. He's been great for it. And I wish he would want to play here because I think it would be a home run. I'm with you. Look, I'd give Persingas and anything else they wanted. I don't care. Like you told me. <laughs> <laughs> Three <laughs> first rounders. Right. Yeah. Take him a deal and start from there. I mean, you can take Rui. You can take, you know, you want Danny? Okay, sure. I don't care. I mean, whatever. I mean, you know, seriously, you just start there and. And then you can fill around it, um, but and it, and it wouldn't make. And I'm, look, I'm not here to say it's going to be better in Boston or anything else. But it was, like you said, it would sell out. It'd be exciting. Um, yeah. You'd be relevant. Correct. Uh, and, and all those things, and you know, it would feel like you know, even if you think he's on the other side of the hill, and I don't necessarily think he is. I, I just think he needs to be uh, in a spot where he's happy. But it does concern me how quickly he changes his mind. Um, and, you know, I've said right. this before, too, on the radio. I, I mean, why are you arguing with a guy with five followers on Twitter who says your legacy is dead? I mean, what, who cares, dude? <laughs> you know, you're like, yeah. you know, an all-time player. Doesn't you know, make stop, any sense. Yeah. Stop worrying about this stuff. Turn your notifications off. If you need the, yeah. if you need the social media for, for sponsors or what have you, for monetizing, so be it. Turn the damn notifications mm-hmm. off or have somebody else do it. You know, I mean, yeah. why waste your time searching your name? if you're at that level in life. But anyway, it happens for a lot of these guys. And, but I, I you know, it does concern me. And, I, and you got to wonder too, Frank, mm-hmm. if just seeing Warriors win another one with, win one, I should say without him was a thing that just made him just like, I can't do this. Or the fact that he's That's like, a great, point. great yeah. Kyrie's back. Oh crap. Kyrie's back. <laughs> like, which right. That doesn't make any sense. If they're such good buddies, yeah. why would he want to yeah. leave now? It's, yeah. 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 It, but look, it isn't set up to be great. I mean, I'll be honest. I mean, you got to thank Kyrie you know, giving a crap uh, every night, and then you got to bank on Ben Simmons. Does he care enough? Oh my to God, play? I mean, forgot about health that. stuff. I mean, there's the mental health of Ben Simmons, their physical health concerns. You right. know, this is like right. I don't know if I would feel great about that either. But I'll be fascinated to see what the Nets do because they don't have to really do anything he wants them to do. But uh, at the same time, you know how this works in the NBA, and this does not happen in other sports. Uh, the agency is very powerful. Yep. Um, if you screw this guy over, this could hurt you down the road. Yep. Um, so, you know, that that's where you got to be a little bit careful, I guess, if you're the Nets. But at the same time, you know, you still got to get something out of this. He's Kevin freaking Durant, man. You better not send him off for spare parts, right? What, what's crazy is that I saw the odds slip for the Nets to win the championship, but actually didn't really go down that far. They're only like yeah, yeah. plus 1,300 to win. Like it should be like Wizards territory at plus right, 25,000, right. man, because he's not going to stay there now. Unless, yeah, I didn't I even mean, think they had a chance with him, but now, I mean, there's no chance. Younger, younger folks would be would be amazed to hear that. Remember when Kobe Bryant wanted out of uh, the Lakers, right. and he was yeah. caught on tape, and they played it like, "I can't play here anymore. I want to go to Chicago yeah. or something." And look how it turned out. So, True. but it's just hard for me to think that Durant will have a second thought and say, "Oh, maybe I I should stay here." And the other thing too, right. Scott, is the fact how 
quickly Brooklyn was like, okay, we'll accommodate you. But I think it's to yeah. your point is that they just, they're in that accommodating business. So the next superstar won't be like, oh, I see how they did Kevin, right? Wow. Yeah, it's... yeah. And maybe they feel like there's a deal to be made out there that will help them in the long haul. Look, you, yeah. you look at... Um... True. You know, you just look at some of these things that happened in the in the last few years. I mean, the Celtics didn't get broken when Kyrie Irving left. Obviously, you know, the Warriors weren't broken when KD left. They had a nice nucleus, and they they brought some people back. Uh, you know, got some people healthy. You know, with Clay Thompson, you know, coming back healthy, even though he wasn't even close to himself. I still would say, in the finals, I mean, he had some moments, but he also was a guy they were attacking defensively, which would never have happened in the past. And then you know, you, you look at um, this, the other teams now. I mean, there's not jumping over the top of these the creation teams are not the ones that are that are killing it right now mm-hmm. it's as brooklyn found out the hard way when boston broke them down so it's got the more organically built teams uh that that seem to be the in the stronger position yeah. right now in the nba and loyalty has actually been rewarded the last two championships first with Giannis and now with the warriors and so that that from that standpoint is also a little surprising mm-hmm. this is the time he chose to say i want out by the way that you mentioned kyrie irving and not winning with the celtics that roster was loaded and they yeah. didn't even get to the finals, right? Yep. Oh my it god! Is. I'm it looking. Was. At it was really crazy. <laughs> and Tatum, they had yeah. Smart, they had Rozier, yeah. they had yeah. Marcus Morris, they had Kyrie Irving, they had Al Horford, they had Gordon Hayward. Although I think he was hurt, Jalen Brown was on that team. So to your point, man, a lot of it is that chemistry deal. Uh, and let's see if the Wizards can finally put it together. Now with what we have right now, my exit question, my parting gift is, yeah. What what's this? I'm not gonna. Should I use a ceiling? What's the ceiling for this Wizards team uh, with the roster that they have right now for for next year? Yeah, I think you nailed it in the in the open. You said the 45, right? 45. You know, maybe you could go above that to a few spots. I don't think it's a 50 win team. Um, I don't I don't think it's a top three team in the Eastern Conference. Uh, unless again, you know, Rui shows up and is the next Kawhi Leonard, um, you know, this off season as, as some people had once whispered and, you know, th- just, they become a serious defensive team and, and do all these things that they, they talk about it. And, uh, and Porzingis is back to, you know, the unicorn days when he was with the, with the Knicks, you know, and, and, and Beal too. I mean, Beal's got to be back to the guy that a few years ago really was, you know, the best player on the Wizards hands down and, you know, was an all-star and was a, you know, third team all NBA. I mean, that, that's what you have to get back to. Um, you know, and that's a lot of things to ask for. <laughs> I think there's right, a lot of things right. to ask for. And then mm-hmm. obviously the new guy uh, to fit in and gel immediately with Bradley. I mean, that's what you're going to have to ask for to get 50 wins and to be in the top three. And I don't, I don't know how easy that is, right? Um, for that to happen, I mean, it's obviously I would bet against it. So um, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, you know, again, I think they'll be in the playoff mix. Uh, hopefully not as one of those goofy play-in teams, but a real playoff team. But you know, again, you know, can we'll they see? It might take some time. Can they vote on that to get rid of that playing game, or is that thing is that thing <laughs> oh, here to stay? Too much money. They like it. You know, makes money, keeps interest. Oh, you know, and all that stuff. And yeah, they're they're and they're wasn't in. there before the pandemic talk of like an in-season tournament? Is that thing there still is? There still is, which makes there's no still sense. talk like, about it. Okay, commissioner brought it up at the uh, oh, NBA Jesus finals, Christ. and I was like, "What is the point of that?" And here's the yeah. problem: like a lot of teams are probably not even play their guys. Like right. the league right. teams playing each other, which makes zero sense. Yeah. I mean, and I get it; they're soccer models and say it's cool, but this isn't soccer. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> right, nobody cares. Soccer model. And our country hasn't right. been trained on it. You right. know. You're like, what do you get out of it? Is that yeah. more important than an NBA championship? Of course not. Mm-hmm. So of course not. So it's it's silly. Yeah, I, I don't, uh, I don't get it. But uh, yeah, it's still floating out there. All right, man. Uh, where where can we follow you on social media? And uh, your summer is uh, 
is is looking good. How's how things? Yeah, summer's with you? looking good, okay. man. All over the place. Good. Uh, at Jackson Sports on Twitter, and mm-hmm. uh, give me a follow there, and I'll let you know where I'm actually going to be uh, from day to day. Because uh, it's just very. It is seriously day to day for all of us. It's incredible yes, it right is. now. My God, man, <laughs> Scotty, appreciate your time, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right, thank you, Frank. My guy, Scotty Jackson. All right, when we return here on the DC CityCast presented by Bed River Sportsbook, we'll uh, give out our official releases for tonight. And uh, we'll head into this July 4th weekend with a bang. You knew it was coming. That's next. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to sign up. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth, must be 21, playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1 888 532 3500. Reminder download and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And it is Wimbledon week. And Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your go to sportsbook for all tennis related betting. Today through July 4th, place a $25 wager on Wimbledon at Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook for a free $10 Bet Rivers Live bet to use on any Wimbledon match. Simply log into the Bet Rivers app, and now you can even live stream tennis matches right from Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth, must be 21, playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1 888 532 3500. Now, I told you at the start of Wimbledon to take uh, Nadal or Alcaraz. Yes, Djokovic is the overwhelming favorite, but he's not at, at a value. Alcaraz, Nadal, value play. Berrettini was a value play, but he got COVID, so he's not in it. So hopefully those two guys can advance and, and give us a little bit of a return uh, with perhaps an upset victory. Alcaraz with his first major and Adal, what would be, what, his 23rd? King of Clay trying to do it on the grass. Novak Djokovic is is the clear-cut favorite. I think he opened up at um, minus 125 or maybe plus 125. And that was minus 125 to win the tournament. So that's incredible to be a, an overwhelming favorite. Just shows you your dominance in the sport. But this is his chance, too, also because he's not allowed to play in the U.S. Open because he won't get vaccinated. All right, let's uh, give you out my official releases for tonight. Yes, we are taking the home team nationals. I'm going to ride my guy, Josiah Gray. He's now up to minus 134 at Bet River Sportsbook. Total tonight is nine. Run line, Marlins plus one and a half is minus 180. Nats minus one and a half plus 150. So, um, with that said, I'm going to ride with Gray. He's actually been pitching pitching, pitching uh, pretty well as of late. He's 6-4, 3-8-2 ERA. He's got 82 strikeouts. Um, let's see here. Last time he pitched was last Saturday. It was a loss, but he went seven innings, allowed just two runs, struck out niner, did Josiah Gray. The week before, it was a 2-1 loss. Against Philly, it was a no decision, I believe. And he struck out four over six innings of work. Only allowed uh, one hit. So in the last two outings, Josiah Gray has allowed just five hits. His prior outing against the Miami Marlins, another tough L. He uh, struck out six, allowed six hits over five uh, innings of work, no earned runs. So this kid in the last three ball games, has only allowed two earned runs. This is some big-time analytics for you, and that is why 
I'm back in the Nats tonight and Josiah Gray at home. I know, I know the Nats aren't very good, but they have won six of their last nine. And we're going with Josiah Gray to get the job done tonight for your Nationals. I will be taking the Nats on the money line tonight to knock off the Miami Marlins. All right, that'll do it for today's edition of the DC City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Appreciate you. Of course we do. We love you. Follow along at J Frank Handerhan at Vison Live at Bet Rivers. We'll talk to you on Monday. Or no, we'll talk on Tuesday since this is Monday's the 4th of July, baby. Enjoy your weekend, man. Enjoy, enjoy all the splendor that is. And we will see you on Tuesday. Until then, DC City Cast out.